A mass shooting in New Zealand killed 49 people, and who is responsible? Uh, Trump. Durr. I mean, who do you think I was going to say? The shooter? I mean, the person who did it? Come on. We're talking about liberals here. I mean, after blaming the president for the weather for hurricanes, it doesn't surprise me anymore when they blame him for ridiculous stuff. I mean, they're going to come and they're going to blame him for everything. This is their strategy. Because the president actually hasn't done anything wrong and there aren't any impeachable, actually impeachable offenses, their method is to make it look like he is so, so dangerous. Guys, we have Adolf Hitler in the Oval Office. In fact, it's Hitler with magic powers to control the weather. Surely we have a duty. Surely we have a moral obligation, as they would say. They love moral obligation to remove him, even if he was duly elected. Because in 1933, if you had the chance to stop Hitler, wouldn't you do it? Wouldn't you do the right thing? I mean, that's what this is all about. They're out there saying it's time to fight white nationalism and rising extremism around the world. They don't care about extremism. Extremism, where were they when ISIS was running around killing thousands of Muslims and thousands of people around the globe? Where were they? What about that extremism? Oh, wait, no, they don't care about that because it is Trump that they care about. And sadly, they have seized upon yet another mass shooting in order to carry out their agenda, which is driven by their deranged hatred for this president. I mean, the hypocrisy, folks, here is amazing. Amazing. I mean, remember, liberals are the ones who used to sneeringly mock conservatives and snort, thanks, Obama, whenever they thought their dear leader was being unfairly blamed for things he wasn't responsible for. You know, things that a president's not responsible for, like, I don't know, growing the economy and helping create jobs and not leaving four Americans stranded in Benghazi to be killed by terrorists. All of those things a president is totally not responsible for. And then now they actually have the audacity to turn around and blame this president for things like the weather and a white nationalist terrorist who didn't even like Trump. The suspected shooter, in his own words, when asked if he was a supporter of Trump, wrote, quote, as a symbol of renewed white identity and common purpose, sure. But as a policymaker and a leader, dear God, no. Dear God, no. I mean, we give you the whole quote so you can see it for yourself. We don't chop it up like the other networks did. So in his own words... I like him because he's white, basically. But in terms of his actual policies and in terms of the substance, hell no, I'm, I don't support him. He was not a fan of Trump. And yet immediately after the shooting, liberals were already trying to blame the president. Want to know why? Because politics is a religion for the left. If the entire world were to devolve into chaos before their eyes, if the entire world were to burn down before their very eyes, they would still be wondering, hmm, how can we use this to get Trump? I mean, that's all they want to do. They want to get Trump. Guys, the world is collapsing. So what? We have to get Trump. I mean, this is their methodology. Blame the man for everything, from violations of human rights to things dictators do around the globe to natural disasters to terror attacks. If liberals can assign it to the president, they will. Now, some blame Trump's rhetoric directly for the shooting. Just put it on Trump directly. Words have consequences like saying we have an invasion on our border and talking about people as though they were different in some fatal way. I think the public discourse from the president on down is a factor in some of these actions. So he's just lost his mind. And then there were those who probably, you know, because they were aware of the inconvenient truth that the shooter wasn't really a fan of Trump, they gave more of a, 
Well, it's it's not that he's directly responsible, but Trump is responsible for the environment. You see, he has fostered an era where these people feel emboldened. Well, they have problems, but I think the president is using language that emboldens them. He's not creating them. They're out there. But, you know, at the same time as he was tweeting out yesterday his support for the family members in New Zealand, and that was appropriate, um, he was vetoing the Senate's uh, rejection of his emergency declaration from Thursday, and he used the word invaders to characterize people coming to the nation's southern borders, which was exactly the same phrase that the shooter in New Zealand used to characterize the Muslims that he was attacking. That kind of language from the person who probably has the loudest microphone on the planet Earth is hurtful and dangerous, and it tends to incite violence. Oh, he used the word invaders, and Trump used the word invaders. You know, he also called that thing with pages that's bound together by a cover a book. I mean, some things just have descriptions, and that's what they are. Tim Kaine, I mean, that guy's got to be one of the most uninspiring men on the face of the earth. Then there were those who said, well, he's not directly responsible. Then there were those who said he's indirectly responsible. And then there were the people who didn't want to go there, so they just said, well, he certainly isn't helping. I don't think you can actually take each of the murderous acts and say what role Donald Trump played. But I can tell you this. His rhetoric doesn't help. No, and your rhetoric doesn't help either. I mean, do they think their rhetoric is helping? It's ironic because now they're all of a sudden interested in having a conversation about extremism. Barack Obama's former speechwriter says, I would really like to hear our presidential candidates speak at length about the rise of white nationalism and extremism at home and abroad. And then AOC says, yeah, agreed. We can't not talk about it anymore. Anymore? What do you mean anymore? Conservatives have been trying to talk about extremism for years. And for years, liberals were never interested in talking about it. And then now, because Trump's in office, now all you want to talk about what led to this rise in extremism? The shooting in New Zealand brought us to a point, now we, the, the conversation can't be postponed. And I hope the Democrats are capable of having this conversation honestly. So I hope they, in having this talk about the rise in extremism, I hope they talk about the effect of the refugee migrants who have extremist views. And then they get to countries and they don't assimilate. In Germany and other European countries, you got skyrocketing rape, skyrocketing crime, skyrocketing terror attacks because they are accepting migrants without limitations. We're at a point where we can't ignore that anymore and the effect that that has all had. All extremism is horrible. All of it. Deplorable. Terrible. But it is a historical reality that one extremist movement will be met by another one in response. That's just how it works throughout history. And that is why it is so important to speak out against all extremism, not just the one extremism that fits your political agenda. But whenever we tried to talk about extremism from Muslims, no, we were scolded by the left. Obama in particular, he wagged his finger in our face and said, how dare you talk about this and bring your worldview into the picture, which has nothing to do with this, of course. How dare you even talk about ideology or religion? These are just random attacks. There's no rise in extremism. What exactly would using this label accomplish? What exactly would it change? So there's no magic to the phrase radical Islam. It's a political talking point. It's not a strategy. It's just a political talking point, guys. Well, now is it a political talking point? Apparently not. I mean, this is a guy, Obama actually made it a policy in his White House to have no one say radical Islamic terrorism. No one allowed to say it. 
And then on several occasions, he dismissed Islamic terror as workplace violence. Remember, that's what he called Fort Hood, the attack in Fort Hood. That's what he called the San Bernardino attack. Just workplace violence. And anytime a radical Muslim committed a terror attack, we were told what wonderful people Muslims are. Let's be clear, Hillary Clinton snarled. They love that one. Let's be clear. Islam is not our adversary. Muslims are peaceful and tolerant people and have nothing whatsoever to do with terrorism. Yeah, move along, folks. This has nothing to do with religion, despite the fact that the killers who did this did it in the name of Allah. I mean, just call it what it is. Just like we call it what it is. Just like the suspect who just committed this most recent attack in New Zealand, he called himself an ethno-nationalist who was interested in furthering the well-being of the white race. And so most people and most conservatives haven't really had an issue on this calling the guy a white nationalist. Because that's what he was. Now, are all Muslims evil? Of course not. But can you imagine if Trump started praising white people right after the shooting by saying, folks, it's okay to be white. I mean, white people are really fantastic people. I mean, that's how liberals responded to all of the terror attacks. Muslims are wonderful people. If Trump responded by saying white people were wonderful people, I don't know if that would be the right response. Now, these people, they want to talk about extremism now. Give me a break. They do not care about extremism. They care about Trump. And it's not just Islamic extremism they don't care about. They don't care about any extremism. Remember, they couldn't even bring themselves to condemn Representative Ilhan Omar's anti-Semitic extremist beliefs in any meaningful way. And then when David Duke weighed in and praised Omar, praised her to the nines, he said, oh, she is just the most important member of the U.S. Congress. Where were liberals on that? Crickets. Not a peep. And yet when Trump does it, oh, it's Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, when are you going to condemn David Duke for supporting you? Uh, I did. No, we mean again and again and again. Little Omar, though, doesn't have to do it once. But I thought, as the Daily Beast said, it's time to attack white nationalism for the terror group that it is. Apparently not, because this isn't actually about disavowing white nationalism or fighting against it at all. This has to do with getting Trump. That's all they want to do. They want to get Trump, plain and simple, because if they were serious about tackling extremism, they would have been talking about Islamic extremism a long time ago. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.